I feel like every time I, I hadn't drank it for like five years and like every time I drink it I take a sip and it just tastes like straight chemicals and I'm like this is sad I used to love this it's still good I, I was gonna say I drink at least a can of pop a day which is probably not great but there are worse well. things but you could be drinking heroin <laughs> Welcome to the Beers and Miles podcast, where we talk about beers, miles, and whatever else can actually jump off topic with. My name's Chris, and I'm on starting this podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're back. We're back, everybody. And uh, a little bit of inside baseball. Uh, Brent, Nicola have been talking on uh, on this for about 10, 15 minutes while I uh, recovered from an awful, awful run. And uh, yeah, I just uh, managed to pop in and uh, get the intro while they were having a weird conversation. Wait, did you get that recorded? I did. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Better than drinking heroin. Off, off to a hot start. Yeah. So we well, haven't we caught up in quite a while. off topic before we even start. New That's record. We are. That's like negative zero. They're ne- negative five seconds. So that's a, that's a that's a new record. That's a new beers and miles record. Uh, we're gonna start the podcast off like we usually do, and it's gonna be by opening up a beer. I am drinking. Well, it's not really a beer. Um, I think I've drank this on the podcast, or at least with somebody else before. Uh, I'm drinking another can of smooge because uh, smooge is. I, I this is great. Uh, so Nicole, you don't know what this is. So this is from Ann Arbor. So smooge is a hard seltzer smoothie. And this is pina colada flavor. What is, it's called? Smooge. Smooge. Oh, that's not what I thought you said. I thought you said smooch. I was like, okay. Legit fruit. So this is the pina colada one, and it coats the entire glass. So like, it's probably the only beer I'm gonna have today uh, with a Coca Cola too, because like. Follow up question. Shoot. Do you like pina coladas? I don't get like getting lost in the rain. <laughs> the rest of the lyrics so sorry there we go well as we start every podcast uh just ask you to you know be kind uh be kind to us uh be kind to uh i don't know i don't think i've ever asked you guys to be kind leave us a review that's what i'm asking here uh leave us a review on itunes like share subscribe tell your friends about it tag us in it we'd love that and uh also just reach out we'd love to like talk about like different topics because uh i'm not gonna get things out we don't know what to talk about um, but we have two people here, two people that I haven't talked to in quite a while, over the mic on our left side, well, on my left, we have Brent. How are you doing, Brent? I am doing good. Um, I opened up this, uh, this sour. It's called Puff Tart XL by The Brewing Project. And I'm slightly disappointed by it, unfortunately. It's super, super sweet. Initially, the, the aftertaste is good, but yeah, the uh, the initial taste is, is a little bit rough. But hear that the brand project two thumbs down. Sounds good. Yeah, Nicole is here too. Uh, sources say that uh, Nicole's actually drinking a beer on the Beers and Miles podcast today. I am. I usually drink H two O, but today I'm drinking an IPA called Hydra Haze from Big Lake Brewing in Holland, Michigan. Um, if you don't know about Holland or Big Lake Brewing, um, Holland is on Lake Michigan, which is in fact a big lake. So the brewery is uh, pretty true to its name and this is an excellent IPA. And I actually have one for Chris to deliver to his new humble abode. Woo! 
Oh yeah, there's a lot of like new things that have happened in the past like two months. Hiatus, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so while we do talk about different things on the, like the different series we have now, which uh, we have a new series, which is great, which is like adding to the repertoire, but we haven't caught up. The last thing I think we talked about was probably even before I started racing again. I hit my last two races, so uh, yeah. So a uh, couple updates before we get into running updates. Uh, Chris is uh, newly housed. I have a new place and uh, moved out of my old place last month. I have also, uh, well, I have a new job too, which is crazy. Life got turned upside down. So yeah, yeah, life's going pretty well. And uh, we'll get to running as it goes on. But uh, how things are going for you guys? I haven't talked to you guys on a catch-up podcast. It's probably June, May, probably May. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say it's probably before May, because uh, that is when I got married. So that is a life event on my side of things. Um, and I, yeah, I don't think we've talked since since then, at least over podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, I went to Brent's wedding and never talked to him again. <laughs> we danced to Glamorous on the dance floor and never talked yet right out of my life which actually yeah. which actually like that song came i asked a dj to play glamorous and as soon as that went on i ran to, to brent i was like it's on it's on so yeah yeah i think people were really surprised about how excited we were about glamorous but uh they just don't know they just don't, they just know. don't know yeah if you ain't got they no money flew. take your broke ass home well they've never flown first class up in the sky that's how freaking champagne Living the life. Classic, uh, classic. I miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, how I got has... a new job too. I actually, yeah, I got a new job in July and it's really fun and I like it a lot. Um, I did not move, but we did have a plumber come to my house, which is a pretty big life event <laughs> to look at our plumbing. <laughs> What she didn't time. tell you is Nicole actually <clears throat> part of her contract is she actually has a lifetime supply of Beards Rope. Yeah, yeah. I actually negotiated a pretty good contract and now they have to pay me in Nerds Rope and also money. Um, so that's pretty cool. Ray the doggo is, is now retired. The money is a secondary thing though. The, yeah, the, the money is not the important part. The Nerds Rope is the most important. I work for a healthcare company and they were like but that's candy and that's not healthy. And I was like, you don't know what healthy is. Clearly. That's why you need me to show you. And they bit. You don't know what happiness is until you've made a hammock of nerd's rope. Yeah, that's, I'm trying to save up my nerd's rope to get to that point. Um, you know, I'm not quite there yet, but give me six months and we'll, we'll be recording from a nerd's rope hammock. Just a woven nerd's rope hammock. <laughs> In the back. Maybe a nerd's rope blanket on top too. Yeah, but in the yeah, background, the back going, you heard it here first. <laughs> at least we're not we... drinking heroin. <laughs> the Beers and Miles podcast, where at least we're not drinking heroin. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> uh, the Beers and Miles podcast does not support the drinking of heroin. Just wanna... is, uh, you can't actually drink heroin, can you? No. I mean, I, I, mean, I, well, I mean, you probably actually could, right? It, I mean, it's I mean, a liquid. Theoretically, yeah. I mean, I guess you could just like swallow a big chunk of heroin and it would like 
you would still get high from it because of the way it like breaks down but like like heroin the way it metabolizes in your body um it like kind of works the same way as aspirin and like aspirin it like anyway this is a different <laughs> science, <laughs> science. You guys just have to live in suspense. I'm sorry. That that went as I think off topic as I've ever had it go. <laughs> Which are we pretty... have to keep? Well, we had that record. We had the we had that record, you know, from the start. So you just had to kind of keep going with it. Go and go and go. Back and up going. at some point. So oh yeah, better that we got it out of the way early. There we go. Well. <clears throat> Let's catch up on running, and then we'll have our, our topic for the day, because we haven't done a topic. Uh, and probably will give me, us catching up about running will give me a topic idea. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so running, 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 running. Things have been actually been going quite fine. I uh, ran two races in uh, June, uh, which is a little crazy. I started my job at the beginning of June and immediately went off to New York. Well, actually, the weekend before, I started my new job. I went down to Nashville, so I uh, drove down to Nashville. I took the day, like took my Friday off. I, I, my last day was supposed to be Friday, but I finished all my work Thursday. Drove straight out to Nashville, and uh, I raced a five k. And uh, boy, did it go horribly! <laughs> it was eighty five degrees and super super uh, hot and humid. And uh, myself and uh, my buddy Jordan Shillett, he's uh, he ran sub fourteen back when he was in college. And uh, we were both like, hey, let's try to go over sub, sub, for sub 15. We haven't done it in quite a while. I've never done it ever. Uh, and so I'm like, let's do it. We get to the meet and, uh, you know, you kind of figured it wasn't going to happen uh, because of the temperature. But at this point, it was $40 to pay for the race. We drove down six and a half hours to go out to this race. So why not? Let's give it the old uh, college try. So we did. And uh, I was my first time actually racing with those pace lights. Um, so we go out and like, I think everybody on the starting line was like, dude, I have cotton mouth right now. Like, I can't like, I'm thirsty. Like, I feel awful. And I'm like, yeah, me too. So, but we like kind of like nodded each other. We're like, we're still going to go after it. So we go up to that first, the first uh, mile, I think I was going through like 440, 443, somewhere around there. So got after it. Uh, then I hit 2K and uh, the pace light, I'm kind of chasing it. And I'm like, okay, that's probably... It's probably sub 15 and then the announcer's like yeah it's 1440 i'm like for fuck's sake nobody told me how fast we were like that pace light was going and uh the leader was on like ahead of that so uh after that there was probably about six or seven guys with us trying to go sub 15 and uh it went first place guy that went out in 1440 pace we ended up running 15 16. uh i went out and tried to run sub 15 pace i ran 15 34. And then from there, it was just a pile of dead bodies coming from behind. Like, there's some guys that went in 440 and ran, like, 15.50 in 16 minutes. Like, it was a painful, painful second half. Um, but it was a great experience at the end of the day. I am very happy with the race, as far, like, regardless of like, how I felt. It's like, hey, you go after it, um, and you love to love another day. So that went well. I was gonna say we actually got to uh, you actually posted a link for us to watch that race and it was pretty much as you described it. I remember watching like the first like mile, thinking like, "All right, they they look good, they look good," and then it got to like three k, like, "All right, well he's still like close, 
Like, he's still kind of on pace, but then just everybody behind you was, like, dying already. I'm like, well, that's probably not, like, not a good sign. And then just as it went on, I saw the, the paces clicking up into the upper <coughs> upper 70s instead of the low 70s where they needed to be. It was like, mm. I think I dropped the 78 or 79, but then somebody afterward was like, I dropped an 80. Like, somebody, like, dropped, like, an 85 or 87. And I was like, whoa. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. But... I don't know. I went out that night. I got to see my old grad assistant and uh, really had a good time in Nashville. Never been. Actually really enjoyed it. Came back with a ton of beer. It was a really great, great trip. Um, you went to Southern Grist, didn't you? I did. I think it's, uh, I think I'll, uh, I think it'll be top five favorite breweries of all time. I think That's it's, a great place. I, I, I went to graduate school in Nashville and that was one of our favorite places to go. And Jackalope. Jackalope was pretty cool too. If you've never been, for the listeners, if you've never been, like, they had 16 different cans of, like, cans that you could buy. You could buy them by singles. Like, the art, the, the art's great. The beer's great. Like, I was a big fan. It's just for the, it's just great. I had, had just a great time. Um, but um, I could probably say that I'm one of the few in this country that's done something as ridiculous as, like, this. This like race cycle, so I go from running the half marathon at the end of April to running a five k on the track at the end of or beginning of June to the next week running my first fifty k. So I flew out to New York, uh, hung out with uh, a hung out with a past guest of the uh, Elite Files. Hung out with Justin Frick. Had an amazing time. Like I, I got off the plane, we got off and uh, <clears throat> as soon as I got off the plane, uh, hands me a beer, or I get, I get the Uber, get to, get to Brooklyn, hands me a beer, gives me a koozie and it's like, let's go out and let's go out and hit the town. So go grab my first slice of New York pizza. Um, he makes fun of me for how I'm eating said New York pizza. Cause I really don't know how to eat a slice that big. Turns out you get folded. I, no I don't know. I, I just, I'm just a kid from Montclair, California. You really think I know how to do I'm not a kid from Montclair, New Jersey. I don't know these Forget things. Forget about it. <sighs> I won't. So then we went to other half and had a great time. Like bought a bunch of beer there. Uh, got, went to another one of my new favorite beers, East, uh, Wild East out in uh, Brooklyn. And uh, did a beer chug there, had another beer and uh, had another pizza. And then we ended up drinking beers all night, and I watched a watched a really good show called uh, Kim's Convenience. I've never seen that show, but it's fantastic. So uh, yeah, was struggling, and uh, we ended up figuring out that we stayed up until two a.m. drinking booze and uh, hanging out with the cats. And uh, yeah, I'd say the next morning I had about say forty beers that were in my uh, suitcase, and I had to lug them across town through different subways. I got lost on the subway. Uh, and I headed out to Mamaroneck. I think that's how it's pronounced. Mamaroneck to uh, visit a uh, future podcast guest. Uh, so I went out there and uh, we had a really great time. And uh, yeah, it, uh, race day came and things got a little little crazy. So uh, um, I started off the morning, wake up at 5 a.m., head out to the race. It was actually like, I think it was high 60s to start they started the race off really late too if i remember correctly it was started off at like nine o'clock eight or nine o'clock in the morning is already in the high 60s and uh 
it just was not, um, it, it just wasn't like, it's one of those days where you just kind of get out there and you're just like, okay, like this is not going to be a good day. Uh, more than likely, like this is not going to be pretty. And uh, it just, I don't know. It was, it's probably one of the hardest races I've ever run. Um, like, um, I don't know. Uh, it, like I got on the warm up and it felt, it felt okay. And uh, I felt good to begin with. And uh, it was just like, it was very strange. Like within the first couple of miles I'm running with, like, um, like I got on the line, I see like people that I've like known through running, like, uh, Kabata's on the line and like, uh, Alex Burks, the person I was staying with, like he's run two sixteen, So like this, the field's pretty stacked and, uh, go out that first loop or two. And I went out with, a with a Wardian and, uh, I've, Michael Warden's been, I've been following him for quite a while through just like online videos and it kind of inspired me to do ultras and, um, got to talk to him for a little bit and was like, Hey, like you kind of run the reasons why I decided to go the longer distances. And he's like, dude, and now you're here. And I'm like, and now I'm here running my first U S championships. Like this is nuts. Um, within the second, about a second lap, uh, which is also interesting. Cause I got like an, a sense of like how a pro does it. Um, he was carrying like he got handed like a bag of ice, so he had ice on like holding ice on his back to keep his like regulate his temperature down. The course was really weird. Yeah, you, know, you went out as a it was all five k loops. You go out onto uh, it's right on the water in Long Island, and you go and um, you're right like it's kind of nice. Like you have a little bit of breeze like hitting you and on your backs on the front side, and you take a couple turns and then you hit a mile long headwind, and it was funny because he's like, this is really nice right now, but you're going to hate it. Uh, you're going to hate it in loops eight or nine. Like he said it right away. And I was just like, yeah, you, you're, you're completely right. And he had some trouble at two, uh, I think six miles in, he was like, I'm feeling really hot. And then I just made a decision to go and, uh, went by myself. So I ran, I think almost the rest of the race by myself, just kind of just trying to get locked in and, I think one thing that people don't really realize, um, especially if you're not running at like some of the, uh, I guess the elite sections or anything like that, is you're not allowed to wear any kind of music. Uh, you can't wear any kind of devices or anything like that. So you're kind of alone to your own thoughts. Um, and it's like a lot of it is trying to kind of check it into yourself and seeing how you feel and trying to stay, stay into it and stay controlled. Uh, the goal was to be doing six flats for about 10 and then move forward. Uh, about a mile eight, my foot started hurting uh, to the point where, like, I thought I was, like, going to break my foot. <laughs> um, so, like, I would get my foot up and I would try to, like, flex my foot so it didn't hit the ground hard. Uh, but it just wasn't really working. I got to 15, went to the bathroom really quickly, and then, like, untied my shoe and retied it. And it fixed, figured it out a little bit, but, like, my feet were already hurting by eight. Got to 20. 20 was tough. Um uh, decided to make the decision to go to just six flats for the rest of the time and see how that goes. Um, then it started getting really bad about 24 and my goal was just to break 240 and just like race plan was falling apart. And it was just like, at that point, survival It was hot. Um, I was struggling to try to like, like my, just my legs hurt. Never had anything like that happen. And, uh, going into the last loop, I'm getting lapped by the leader. And, uh, at that point, I'm like, oh, wow. So I like, I yell at him. I'm like, dude, go after it. Like, go in it. 
And uh, probably like three minutes after I pass him, he starts walking and uh, he's struggling and he's struggling to keep going. And then I look and then I look again, he goes and passes me again. And then starts like he sprints by me and he's got probably like a mile to go. And uh, and then I'm like, okay, whatever, I'm running my own race. My goal now is seeing him walk. I'm like, just don't walk. Just fake it. Just don't walk. Um, you can do another three miles. It's fine. You've been here this long. And then he starts walking again. And at that point, I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to get lapped. Like, I'm not going to get lapped by, by this. So I start going. And uh, I had a second wind. And I started back to running six flats uh, by the last, like, two or three miles or so. And then I think I closed my last, like, half mile in, like, 517 pace. Like, I went after it last five. I don't know what happened. I don't know what guy got into me. But, like, yeah, it was, like, the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, like, I think afterward, we, we went to get lunch in Long Island. Um, and I'm, like, laying down on the concrete, <laughs> like, with my feet up. And, like, I can't eat. Like, I have no, uh, no just appetite. I, I wonder if I just needed to start checking out like different like goos or different things like that because like I can't eat afterward. It ruins me like having like awful day afterward. But like that could have just been like it was hot. I was dehydrated and just didn't feel good. Then afterward that like me and Alex, we just drank crazy beers the entire night. Uh, we popped a uh, I think a $600 bottle that night and just celebrated the end of the season he had an amazing season he ran 216 this year had a breakout season and um it's super happy for him he's now in denver and uh we'll have him on the pod because his story is fantastic i think he never made the national meet in d3 and he goes and runs 216 which is awesome um yeah things been going well we took a turnaround from that now we're going to boston and uh running healthy i'm gonna be heading to pittsburgh this weekend and uh i hope to uh run pretty well and then do a half at like probably a little bit faster than marathon pace so yeah that's how things have been going <laughs> that is quite an update that's a lot going on <laughs> it's been it's been a wild ride that's for sure uh i think we've had a couple episodes and I'm like i'm finally gonna tell the story of this ridiculousness I think I do a better job of talking about it in the blog. So if you guys want to follow the blog at beersandmiles.com, I think I did a really good job of just explaining it. Um, I think being on the mic is like, I don't want to waste your guys' time here yet. <laughs> that's, why, that's why everyone's here. We want our time wasted. <laughs> it's better than talking about heroin. People actually care about your running. They don't care about our heroin. They don't care heroin? <laughs> nah, I did it. Count it. Good job. Brent, that was awesome. How how has life been? Uh, so we got the mar like you're married now. Uh, marriage song. Yeah, yeah. How was <laughs> I like? So you song. went. Where'd you go for uh, honeymoon? Uh, we haven't gone anywhere yet. Um, we're kind of working on it. Um, so the the game plan right now, uh, still because of like everything that was going on with COVID, um, we do want to try to get out to Hawaii. Actually, is is our ideal destination. Um, but while COVID was still kind of a thing, we didn't want to like go and obviously like if something happens, get stuck there for an extra two weeks. Um, now not that, you know, if you had to be stuck somewhere that Hawaii would be a, a bad place to be stuck, but, uh, two extra weeks of, of paying for hotel rooms and stuff down there would be a little bit, uh, more expensive. So, um, we're hoping to do something early next year and that'll be like 
hopefully when some of the other like travel has has died down coming out of hopefully coming out of the pandemic um i know we have little spikes going on again but um so right now that's the game plan um at some point we'll we'll get there um whether it's early next year or later next year not not 100 percent sure but that, that's the game plan at the moment yeah about running how's running been for you uh running has not been kind to me recently um so i was doing okay uh basically up until may um so i was pretty consistent through um from january into like early may i, I feel like i was in like 1545 shape which is um faster than i've been i guess last year i would have been in, in a little bit better shape um but then with the wedding and stuff had a couple weeks where i wasn't super consistent um but came out of it i uh, had two i probably had like a week and a half of like good running again where i felt pretty good um, but then I strained my calf. I don't know exactly what I did. I don't know if I pulled it or just strained it or if it was like Charlie horse, but I ended up having to take like two weeks off of it. Um, and then coming out of it, I've just had Achilles tendonitis ever since. So all through June, July, and even now, um, it's, it's been a bear to deal with. Um, right. Like wake up in the morning and I can't like walk down the hallway without limping. Um, I, been doing exercises and stretches and strengthening stuff. Um, and it doesn't seem to be like, nothing really seems to be easing my pain. Um, so I'm only running like five, six miles a day right now. The first anywhere from like five to 15 minutes, depending on how the day goes, it's just painful. It just feels like I'm dragging my legs. Um, my form is all wonky, just trying to like push through it. Um, my first, mile or two is always slow as shit just trying to get my legs warmed up the crazy thing is once i'm warmed up i feel fantastic like uh today probably the first two miles were slow but then my next four miles were like 6 30 pace it doesn't feel hard uh, so it feels comfortable um but it's just been a bear to like normally I'm, I'm okay with like getting off work and just going out and doing my run but like every day now it's like do I want to spend like 25% of my run feeling like absolute shit and not like shit in a good way? Like when you're doing a hard workout and it's like, yeah, you're dead tired, but you know, you're getting something out of it. It's like, do I really want to struggle for like 10 to 15 minutes to get warmed up to run 30 decent minutes? And so it's, it's a fight I'm having every day. Um, like I said, the good thing is when I'm warmed up, I feel good, but, um, just it, it's been a bear. It's been probably the worst worst injury I've had, I would say just because it's one that like makes me not want to run like every other injury I've had, like, yeah, I've had to like take time off, but like while I have time off, I just want to get back to running. And this one is one where like, I don't have to take time off, but I don't want to run because it sucks. So, um, I don't know, trying a bunch of different things, hoping to get some relief of it soon. Um, but for now we'll just slog through it and, and hope I, find a solution but so running's not been ideal for me but um that's running so yeah and i I think that that really touches a good point especially during the summer uh when a lot of people are struggling to because like with you it's 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 an injury base and and that's very much like that kind of comes with the territory of running um but i think a lot of people i think for the most part like the majority of running during this time, or especially when you're in long stretches of like, whether you have like a bug or like, or you're just like during the summer, it's like running sucks. Like you run first three miles and just feel awful. 
just to get like I always make the joke that for my Friday runs are the worst of runs of my week because it's like six miles. And so like the first three miles are awful. And I finally get warmed up the last two miles of it. So I only get 15 minutes or like thir- like 13 or 14 minutes of like, hey, this feels great. But those four or five miles feel like harder than the 14 mile run that I have the next day. <laughs> so and that's one of the tough things for me is I, I love running in the summertime. I, I would much rather go out and run in like 90 degree weather than I would in like 10 or 20 degree weather. Um, I don't know if it's just because I don't, throughout my life, I just haven't hydrated particularly well that my body just doesn't react super poorly to, to when it's hot outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's like 80, 90 degrees, I've always raced well and I've always practiced well in like super hot conditions. I just enjoy it. I, I'm a freeze baby. So like going out and I have the same thing that you're talking about, like when it's winter time, yeah. like the first 20, 30 minutes of my winter runs, my knees hurt, my hands hurt, like just achy from it being cold. And then like by the end I'm warmed up and I feel good. But like when it's in the summertime, I, I always feel just warm, warmed up from the beginning and I just always feel smooth and relaxed. So yeah. it's, it's been an extra pain in my ass to have to deal with the Achilles issue going on. It sucks when you get, have to miss like the season that you like. Like, it's like, why couldn't I be injured in the winter when I'm like, okay, you know what? I just won't run. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, that's, uh, there's some times where, like, I've been hurt in the winter and it's like, you know, I'm just going to, like, stay in bed. Stay in bed. We're good. Like, or last summer, like, when I was hurt, I was like, no, not so bad. I don't have to wake up and run, like, 74 degrees and humid in the morning that's okay i'm okay with that yeah i would much rather have that i'm like i'm a freeze baby too like if it gets below 40 degrees i'm toast like my whole body shuts down i cannot perform workouts like i had last winter was like in so many ways like the worst season i've ever had and there were points where i would just like shut down because i was like i just can't get out of bed like I'm going to go outside and I'm going to make myself miserable for four miles and then maybe have a good three miles. I'm not even going to run. And then I would take like three weeks off for no reason. And just like, <laughs> be like, you know what? Staying in bed was just better yeah. at this point. And then, then we'll get those little tease days, you know, that are like 60 degrees that it's like, ah, I can breathe again. And then the next day it's like 10 and it's like, why? <laughs> And then, and then you make the attempt to run on the treadmill, and it's just like an hour of just staring into nothingness, and like it's like almost worse. <laughs> like this, this also sucks, especially depending on where you're running on treadmills at. Like, I sweat so much worse running on treadmills than I will just going out and running in ninety degree heat. It's so much harder, I think, to control your pace on a treadmill because, like, you can set the pace, but like. It's probably not what you're actually running. No, you just lengthen I mean, your stride and you can run a lot slower. Yeah, and I mean, like, you can run a lot slower, you can run a lot quicker. Yeah. Like, you can, like, I'll set the treadmill, like, I was doing a workout last winter, and I set the treadmill to, like, what was supposed to be, like, what, 645 or something, which isn't that hard for me, but I'm, like, hopping and popping, and, like, I'm going to die here. This is how it ends. Like, I'm going to go and flying then, off the back this thing. Yeah, and then you have the situations where you're running like too close to the like the actual front of the treadmill and like you're chopping your strides and like your arm swings a little bit and then you try to drop back a little bit and you're a little bit nervous that you might fall off the back with a little bit of a misstep. So you're like, I'm trying to run in the middle, but I can't I can't figure it out. 
Yeah, and then over 2020 and, like, this last winter, I mean, it was, like, if it's too cold and you go to the treadmill and you decide, you know, I'm not going to do this at my home treadmill because screw that, and you go to the gym, it's, like, okay, so am I going to, like, die from falling off this treadmill or am I going to get COVID and also die? <laughs> There's just, all, all it is is death. Treadmills are death. No, I mean, we, we were on a treadmill, treadmill together, Nicole. Like, you took okay. me to that gym, and, yeah, that wasn't bad. I think a lot of it is, like, Things aren't horrible when you do it, like when you actually like running's not horrible when you do it with your friends. But like if you're doing it alone, like that's probably what Friday runs are the worst for me. Is like it's like I'm alone with my thoughts. I I wouldn't know what running with friends feels like. I, I haven't run with another human being in probably the last two and a half years. <laughs> it sucks. It Listen, sucks so don't much. Don't worry, we've been trying to drag Brent down here. He's supposed to come down here this month. He's going to have friends. Brent, I'll connect <laughs> you. In. I'll connect if you with you're in Cleveland. Hit me up. I don't care how fast you run. I'll connect you with some. I actually. God Almighty, help me. <laughs> I ran with a uh, Dylan Dombey like that Sunday of your wife. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're there. They have a pretty good group. So like, yeah, hit him up. He's they've been doing pretty well out there. But like, it's hard. I I would I, like I would say on the marathoning side, like thank thank God I got Braden to run with, um, that I could like just slog out. Like today was like first four miles with Sam was like. My first mile was 8.23, and I just was like, I like, I, I just did not feel good. That 8.23 felt harder than the 5.08 that I finished my workout in yesterday. I was like, this is awful. Like, But it also, like, during the summer, I, during the summer when you actually hit pace on a workout, like, I hit pace yesterday, and this today, like, I was supposed to be kind of recovering, and it was hard. Like, it's so much harder when you finish your workout and you actually nail your paces because you don't realize how much of like a, a like a suck the humidity is on you and like the dehydration yeah. even just slightly like you're just like i feel so great after this workout and then it's like it really sets in and it sets in like 24 hours later and you're like great i'm just like t- a minute and a half slower than i normally would run an easy run yeah you're like, so like... today i opened like 10. <laughs> so that's that's too when you have to figure out like what is the difference in that situation of actually hitting pace versus like effort? You know, yeah, was, yeah. was my effort, was my effort 10 seconds slower actually equivalent to the pace that I was supposed to run, but I actually, I actually ran pace. So it was probably 10 seconds per mile harder than I should have went. And that, that gets you. So it's yeah, it's one of those things that you have to play with. Yeah, You can't like... always be upset if you run a little bit slow when it's crazy weather conditions, whether it's hot, cold, windy, stormy whatever whatever the hell it could be but humid and it's annoying that weather takes so much out of you it's like why can't you just be normal why can't you just like be like a good person mother nature why do you have to keep throwing us this crap like you know that we're distance runners like you know that we like to go out there and run a lot of miles why can't you just like have a few hours where you just chill the fuck out and stop being an asshole listen to me mother nature listen to me it's like it's not my fault i don't like waking up early in the morning to go run it's not my fault. It's not my fault that I'm the only time that I actually have time to run in is at noon, but it's probably the hottest time of the day. Not my fault at all. That's not based on the decisions that I made the night, the night before. None of that. Not based on me staying up too late to watch Carson Warholm break the world record. Not because of that. That is nothing that happened there. It is your fault. You can make it. You can make it seventy. You can make it sixty degrees like it is in San Diego. But you choose not to. You choose violence. You woke up. That's it. That morning in Toast Pilots. 
I've had so many like come to Jesus moments running in <laughs> in bad weather conditions when it's like super windy during a workout. Like, listen, listen, God, you know what? If you can just if you can just stop the wind for like the next five minutes, just just let me finish this and not die. Like, I'd be I'd be super appreciative. I'll go back I would to like church. go to church like once. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to church. I'll I'll say a couple of our fathers. I promise. Hi God. I, I promise Hi, God. I'll do it. Hi God, it's me. It's me. It's me, Chris. Your old buddy, Chris. It seems to only talk to you about uh, 12.30 in the morning or 12.30 in the afternoon when I have to run. Um, yes, it's me. Uh, I don't ask for much. Well, actually, I think I do ask for a little too much. But, but, I'm not asking about that old guy. I'm not asking about past Chris. I'm asking about Chris right now. And Chris right now is having a bit of an issue. Um, he's, he's a little dehydrated. He didn't drink as much water as he should have. Maybe he shouldn't have just ate avocado toast. Maybe he should have had a little bit more. Maybe a granola bar. But I'm not. I'm not that guy right now. I'm not past Chris. I am present Chris. And present Chris having a big issue, and that issue is trying to survive on Dublin Road right now with six miles to go. So if you could just, just in the kindness of your heart, maybe, maybe, uh, not try to kill me, not try to fucking kill me. I'd appreciate it. Yeah, see, what kind of sacrifice do we have to make in order to stop this nonsense? Like, this haberdashery, I can't handle it anymore. Like, do you need a goat? Do you need, like, a chicken? How <laughs> many chickens? <laughs> huh? 39. 39. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, uh, you're going that route. I was going to, uh, I don't know why, but the song My Sacrifice by Creed just came up in my head. And now I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> and Nicole just almost finished. <laughs> Nicole jokes. <laughs> I have this picture in my head of us just sacrificing chickens to the cream sauce. Oh no! I'm ruined. I'm not making that into a graphic. I'm not. Just around, just around an altar holding chickens up. <laughs> oh my! I, I can but, make but that. Just put the Creed, just put the Creed album as like the skyline in the background. I'm thinking Faith Plus One from South Park. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Running in the running, running, running sucks right now. Also, fear coming out of your nose really sucks. That's, yeah, that's one of the things yeah. that I would imagine not. I would enjoy it never coming out of my nose. <laughs> I think so it's coming out of your eyes now. Oh, that's tears. It's burning. It, it feels like burning. <laughs> it feels like burning. I blame you, Mother Nature. I'm Have you tried nature. washing it out with some milk? I, I think about that totally Kyle. Did you guys watch the Amanda show? Yeah. Like the totally Kyle sketch where he's like, so my eye, I was in the shower and my eyes hurt. And so I washed them out with soap. <laughs> I think about that like once a week. <laughs> I haven't thought about totally Kyle in about 15 years. And now that's all I'm going to think if about you, for the next week. If you hadn't said it was from the Amanda show, I wouldn't have remembered what it was from. What, about, my, what I think about is the cannoli. Is when they're, when they're, uh, when Drake and Josh are uh, are Italian guys, it's like, what did you do with the cannoli? Yes. That are bringing the dancing officers. But he's not Italian now. He's like gone by a Spanish name, right? Yeah, it's Drake, Drake? Campana. He's he put out a different name because uh, he has uh, 
has an issue with uh, pitching little girls. Yeah. Like, he's going to jail for statutory rape, I believe. No, it's it's not quite that. It's like endangerment of a minor. I don't think he did anything physical, but it was like text messages and shit that were inappropriate from from what I understand. I don't know, like, the whole story. I just know that. He fled to Mexico, changed his name to Drake Campana, comes back, and is now in prison. Uh, also, there's a arrested in Cleveland. So shout out CPD. So also, <laughs> I was hanging out with uh with I mentioned them on the podcast last week. I was hanging out with Dietry and uh, where was I at? Witty and Dietry. So I was hanging out with them like two weeks, two weeks or so ago, and uh, they told me about this story where like they decided to stay up or stay or wake up early to watch the Drake Bell uh, sentencing, and like the comment section on that YouTube were just filled with Drake and Josh quotes. And he's like, the, the where is the door? Like, it's like he hasn't painted on. It's like, Drake, where's the door? Or like, it's like, do you have anything you say for yourself? And they're like, Megan. I was going to say, did they, did they blame it on Megan? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you want to see some uh, Drake and Josh uh, quotes uh, at the expense of uh, the one Drake Campana. Um, go and check out the YouTube stream. Uh, headaches you give me headaches <laughs> underrated show very underrated show seriously it's such a good show yeah crazy steve you would have thought crazy steve would have been the first one to go down like yeah, i would have thought he killed three he people the crazy one. <sighs> oh no oh that's what it was uh it was uh like halfway through the halfway through the uh halfway through the sentencing what's her name the uh is it uh Who's the lady that, that was the manager at the, the theater? Like, she runs in and saves saves Drake, and this is character witness, and saves him from going to jail because she's in love with him. I was like, that's what's oh going to end up happening. Yeah, I, I know who she is. I can't remember her name, though. Have you been the name? Nicole, how have you been doing? Wow, we haven't even talked about that yet. <laughs> so we, got, we got way off track there. Yeah, just a little. Uh, I'm good. Um... Yeah, I started a new job, still working from home. Um, been kind of in the height of training. Um, yeah, I didn't really get to run a race uh, in the summer like I had originally intended. Um, it turns out that if you schedule a half marathon in the upper part of Michigan, like this beautiful part of Michigan, um, there are no Airbnbs if your Airbnb doesn't work out. So, like, we just kind of took a loss there and um I got injured like I, I wasn't like majorly injured but like it was a niggle that was like you know not going away about the week you know the first week of taper and it was like you know is this a phantom pain or is this like you know an actual thing and it didn't stop in the second week and leading into like what would have been my race so I didn't even time trial we just kind of call it a loss and like I took a few days off as if I had raced um so I kind of did that thing where like you absorb the work that you do um, for the cycle, but just don't race. Um, and now we're kind of taking that fitness that I built because um, I did a lot of it. I was really ready to go. Um, we took we're taking the fitness that I built into a marathon cycle, um, and I'm going and feeling pretty good. Enough, uh, no major hiccups yet. Um, a few weeks of feeling like absolute horseshit for like the month of June, um, but I tend to adapt pretty well to the summer. Um, I like suffer pretty badly in the winter. So, you know, when the spring comes out, 
that spring is like my perfect season. And then when the summer happens, I'm like, like mad about the humidity. Um, but I mostly just complain to like fit in, you know, to be like everybody else because everybody else is whining and I like to whine. So, um, I actually haven't been doing too badly. I've been getting up early enough to like not suffer too much. Um, and also cause I'm like scared that my job will just like want me up, want me to do something and I won't be here for it. So I haven't been taking many lunches, just doing it in the morning. Um, yeah, training's going really well. Um, I switched coaches back in May. Um, and now the training regimen that I'm under has been working super, super well for me. There were a couple of changes that, um, we kind of made some of them were effort-based, um, just kind of like tweaking the effort at which I was doing my workouts. Um, because some of them I was just giving way too much and some of them I was not giving enough. And so we kind of like balanced that out. And also, you know, back-to-back long runs, I've been doing a long run workout and then also a long run on Sunday. That's just a, a pretty slow, pretty steady long run. Um, and that's been really helping out my endurance and also strangely enough, keeping like all the like little tiny injuries that I always get in the middle of my training cycle kind of at bay. So I'm really enjoying it and I'm really excited to kind of get to a, a start line, hopefully, as long as we don't, you know, really muck up this Delta experience we're currently going through. But I have faith. So yeah. Even if Boston's like, you got to be fully vaccinated. Well, guess what? I am. So... <laughs> Vaccination nation, baby. I got them all just to be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Even going for three. (laughs) Yeah, I I think the, uh, because I've been doing the same of the, uh, like the back-to-back long runs. And it's weird because like, I feel like Sunday runs are always going to suck regardless, just because you're a little bit tired. But like, I've recovered so much better from like my workout, my long run workouts now. Like, I don't feel like I've had work like long run workouts I, I gotta do 16 like i did 16 on saturday and i don't feel like it ruined my rest of my day like whereas before it was like my legs just weren't used to it uh Britain and i had a good conversation about it because like tuesdays and thursdays like i have 10 mile runs on tuesdays and thursdays or i can double i can do 10 to 12 on tuesdays and thursdays and double yeah so but like it's it's become a thing where like we're now calling it by minutes uh like i've stopped thinking about runs as, a, as in terms of miles now like if it's a 10 mile run on a Tuesday or Thursday, it's probably between like seven fifteen to eight minutes. That'd be the slowest I go. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be out there for 75 to 80 minutes. And that's it. I don't even think about it. We go on new routes. So we've gone through the city. We found an abandoned bridge that we've gone on to. Um, we just go exploring. It's very fun. Uh, also shout out to this person will probably never hear this. I doubt they ever will. But there's this kind soul about four miles from my house on the trail that has left this table with the water jugs. And it says, like, hydration station. And they have cups and everything for you. It's cold water. It's, like, perfect. Like, we're at that moment where, like, I'm going to start a workout. And it's, like, I think they had blueberry water, like, on Sundays when Nicole told me. The day before was a person's birthday. And, like, they put out, like, notes that you could write on and say, like, happy birthday notes. But, like... The, like, this, that table itself might have saved a lot of my workouts this summer. So I'm probably going to give them a gift card as a thank you because, yeah. Yeah, we did this. It's actually, like, some context. So, 
like on the Olentangy Trail, because that's actually in my neighborhood where that water station is. Um, and on the trail from that point, you have to go about probably like a little over four and a half miles to the north to get to the next water stop. And then to the south, you have about two and a half, maybe just just under that to get to another water station. So like previously before this kind soul decided to start doing this, like you would just have like one water stop and then about like almost seven miles of just like a drought and then another water stop and, you know, seven miles in the summer. And plus um, they were doing it at some points in the spring too. Um, and they would sit out there with beers and be like, y'all want to drink with us, <laughs> which is nice. Like on the way back. When you're like, cause it's, it's literally like a kilometer away from me. So like, sometimes I would like stop my, it's at a traffic light. Like the trail breaks up at a traffic light. And so like, I would like run to the traffic light and that would be the end of my run. And then I would just walk the rest of the way home and I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll have a beer with you. <laughs> so these people are great. We love them. They deserve all the kudos in the world. I posted about them in our neighborhood forum, how grateful us distance runners were the other day, and they did not respond. So I'm not sure that they even know about this, but they do. Thank you. Yeah, this is a, and it comes like on Broadway's a street, like it's actually like there's an uphill on both sides. So it's like, it's the only uphill like you really get there. So it's like, this is perfect. But yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think for the most part, I think we're all, in pretty decent places we're all brent you're gonna get healthy soon i'll send over some some things for you because i've had achilles issues that off and on for the last like couple years it's probably the most nagging injury i've ever had you need to t- you need to tell your achilles that it needs to stop hurting or i kill it what get it achilles i kill it that's funny <laughs> Anyways, that was the Beers and Miles podcast. <laughs> the, the, the drinkable heroines kicked in. I'm going to bed. Uh, if, if anyone wants to give me an Achilles transplant, if you're not using your Achilles and it feels okay, it's fine. I'll take it. You'll take any kind of Achilles. Like, yeah. The actual the, the actual Greek Achilles, he will take that too. He'll take I don't that. Think I want that one. He'll take that guy that failed on a on Wheel of Fortune by pronouncing the name wrong too. Achilles. He'll take Achilles too. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that was rough. Oh. oh. He went to Indiana too, and Jake now lives with me, and he went to Indiana, so I'm really gonna be like, "How do you pronounce Achilles?" Maybe they teach him different in those parts. Yeah. I don't know much about Indiana other than Mike Pence. And what else is in Indiana? Salesforce, Salesforce, Hoosier, Hoosier, Hoosier Nation, Hoosier Nation. What kind of mascot is that? A Hoosier? That sounds like some one of the is. Like it, it sounds like racist or sexist or. Ageist. They have uh, it, uh, Indiana State over there too. I think they're the Sycamores, which isn't really much better. <laughs> I feel like a Sycamore. What it, what actually is a Hoosier? I don't know what a Hoosier is. One sec. Jake, what's a Hoosier? Ah, spider. So if you look it up on Google, it says a native or inhabitant of Indiana. So they just all call themselves Hoosiers, I guess, which is like very weird. 
So it's but, basically the Indiana, Indiana. Indians. Oh, wait, 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 we've got something. Joseph Wright derived Hoosier from an Indian word for corn, Hoosa. So they're basically all corn. Mascot. The school does not have a mascot, but the student athletes are known as Hoosiers. Nickname for natives and residents of Indiana. A bulldog named Ox served as a football's team mascot for 1959 and 1965. They're boring. Who do they think they, who do they, think they are? Nebraska? The Cornhuskers? That's a terrifying mascot. No, that's the Shockers are the terrifying mascot. Yeah, the Shockers are a weird one. Yeah, but they're better than the trees. The trees are terrifying. Like, those, those things should fuck you up. Look, I don't understand why you would name yourself after a corn. Like, you'd be like, you know what? We are Indiana, and we are corn. Our inhabitants, all corn. It's all corn. Like, oops, all corn. Yeah, it's like, oops, all berries. Oops, all magnets. (laughs) Oops, all corn. I'm getting yelled at by Google. It says my call ends in five minutes. Update to Google Workspace individual to extend the call. You listen here, Google. Well, Google wants us off because it thinks uh, Ray's getting ready for bed. Uh, but yeah, we just wanted to give you guys an update of see how we're doing. Uh, we will have a more structured podcast uh, with the crew. Uh, we have a couple ideas in the works that we're going to get up and running, uh, including another, uh, we've been promising for a long time, another um, another Elite Files. And uh, we're going to be redoing one of our old episodes and uh, bringing it back for 2021. So... Be on the lookout for that. That's going to happen. Um, if you want to follow me, it's at beersandmiles.com. Uh, you can follow the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, anywhere you want to find them. Uh, leave us a comment, five stars. That'd be really great. If you have a topic idea, send it to beersandmiles.gmail.com. Any topic idea, send it over to us. Uh, if you guys like the podcast, share on your story. Um, and now, yeah, just like let us know what, what you like about it or let us know if there's any kind of topics you want to talk about. Um, if you want to follow us on playing video games, we play video games all the time. Uh, our resident gunner owner is back in Ohio, so he plays video games with us all the time as well. Evan plays video games. He's a uh, part of the uh, Chris and Evan Talk Track podcast, whatever we name pending. Uh, we play video games. Brent comes on, and uh, I think the four out of five, uh, four out of five of us have been on the podcast. Uh, but we, uh, yeah, we always have love having people on it. If you guys want to join, we can do a live stream, and then we'll go from there. Uh, you could follow. Me on that iXbox stuff, uh, XC Chris, XCCRIS. And uh, yeah, Brent, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Hunter Runner. Uh, if you want to play video games with me, it's uh, Little Hunter 5. I've actually recently started a Twitch channel as well. So shamelessly plug that here. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitch, it's The Runner 515. You can watch me play video games. Or sometimes join me in playing video games. So I just recently reached affiliate. I'm getting a computer this weekend. So I'll be a little bit more of like an official streamer kind of deal. But yeah, come hang out. Say hello. Ooh, pew pew. And Nicole, where can they find you? You can't. I'm on a I'm on a social media hiatus from my Instagram. But you can follow Ray the Doggo. Um, she provides really good content. Uh, the other day she posted a picture of herself laying on a bed with one of my guitars. Um, it's an, it's a strat, you know, beginner kind of guitar, but you know, we're starting her a little, uh, on the soft side in terms of guitars. We can't have her touching the, the Gibson hummingbird yet. So, um, follow me the doggo and I guess you can still kind of talk to me cause she still shows me her phone, parental controls and stuff. Do you play Creed songs on your guitar? 
No, but I think I'm gonna have to learn one. <laughs> Play my sacrifice, dude. <laughs> it's it's the it's the go-to song of every monster truck rally you ever go to. Like legit. Monster truck sacrifices. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we've enjoyed having you, and we enjoy enjoy having you guys. So, um, yeah, we'll talk later. See you later. Bye. Bye.